everybody. Welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with the mighty... Alvin Williams. Mm. Yeah. Voicemail status. Voicemail status. <laughs> you have reached Alvin so, Williams. So this has been a... It hasn't really been a popping week for movie stuff, but a few things here and there have come, you know, Definitely. come and gone. Before we get into all that, I just want to say Get Out was robbed at the Oscars. What? Uh, you know, <laughs> Jordan Peele won, I think, uh, best director type, but I mean, with that, actually, no, he won best adapted screenplay or best original screenplay. It doesn't matter it was what best he won. original. Yeah. Best original screenplay. Even I didn't see the Oscars, but yeah, <laughs> he won best original screenplay, but he didn't win best director or Best feature film. And who won best feature film? The Shape of Water. Which I I love Guillermo del Toro, but I feel like all the movies what they were about mm-hmm. that was like the most bizarre one. Like about somebody who falls in love with the fish person. A deaf woman falls in love with the fish guy and fucks the fish guy and she falls in love with him and that's the whole movie. I'm like, really? We want to get into interspecies erotica. <laughs> we we really want to make this the champion of cinema. It's probably playing into Little Mermaid or something. Fish like fucking, that. fish person <laughs> fucking. That's bestiality, Randall. <laughs> That's from a what do you call it? A Clerks too. But yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Logan. That should have got nominated. Yeah, for that more have. than just best adapted screenplay. That was a good movie. It really was, yeah. but you know. They're not showing no love out here. I'm just looking at the pictures from The Shape of Water. It reminds me of that uh, movie, um, Waterworld. Yeah. You remember that? Gotcha, gotcha. Cause it, oh, because it has water in it. Well, the fish guy. They can breathe underwater <laughs> yeah. and all that, and the girl falls in love with him. But that's just gross. Every time I see something about The Shape of Water, my face just goes like this. Because I'm like, she really fucked that fish, dude. <laughs> She really had sex with that fish guy. And I'm take love is love, I get it. But you Hell know. no. But mm, it's a little weird. Oh, we fucking we gotta we gotta think about the messages we're sending out in these movies. But you know, uh actually while we're on that topic, recently some Etsy seller has been selling a phallic thing for women based off of the fish guy in the movie. You said they've been selling what? <laughs> they've been selling dildos. I was trying to sound classy, but like a, a dildo for the fish guy. Yeah, that's like, like modeled Stalbo? after the fish guy. Yeah, and it's like the jewel of the sea. I think that's what it's called, <laughs> the crown jewel of the sea. <laughs> Is that weird? That's weird, right? That's pretty weird because you don't want to have anything mimicking fish in that area I'm, whatsoever. And I'm just like. <laughs> Okay, first of all, the actress that they got to play the character that fucks the fish guy, perfectly cast, because she looks like someone who. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that sounds mean, I'm sorry, but so anybody who who bought the crown jewel of the sea, like y'all are in that category too, because that's just nasty. That's gross. Then you gotta be nice today, man. Today's National Women's Day. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Jessica Jones season two tonight, so that that makes up for what I said. But yeah, like, all right, all right. go on Match.com or Tinder. Meet regular people. Farmersmeet.com. Yeah, don't fuck Fishermen'sMeet.com. Fish. Yeah, gross, gross. But I got off on a tangent. Got off on a tangent. But anyways, Oscars—they all were uh, 
it was kind of entertaining. They they did some interesting stuff. Stuff I expected to win. Won a lot. Okay. But, uh, yeah, overall, Get Out should have won. But Christopher Nolan, he said something interesting. Mm-hmm. He said that he thinks Black Panther is going to get a Best Picture nomination next year. How tight would that be? That'd be awesome. That'd be fucking I mean, uh, I think they'll, they'll get a lot more than Best Picture. Mm. They'll definitely get more than Best Picture. I mean, Best Original Song? Oh, like the weekend. Kendrick. Who gonna pray for me? <laughs> Take my soul from me. Cause I'm a lone see. <laughs> I don't know. I can't sing like he does, but he kinda sounds like Michael Jackson, sort of. But anyways, uh Yeah, I don't know. They can nominate that for a lot. It's gonna win a lot of awards. Yeah. I give it at least Best score. I'm I'm gonna give it at least two. The score? They might not give they might not get three. They but. might get a score nomination for sure. Like the music in that movie, like the score, like the orchestrated music. Kendrick Lamar. No, nah, yeah. not him. The guy who made the score for the movie. Like the Oh, oh okay, okay, got you. Like yeah. I mean he, but Kendrick could get some type of nomination. You know how Kendrick score during like the action scenes and things like that. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And it would be tight if Kendrick performed one of the song one of his songs at the Oscars. You know how Common does every Oscars? Oh yeah, like he has some type of Oscar song he he wrote, and then that's where he gets to perform perform, and everybody's once like, a year. Everybody's like, like, "Oh, Common, that guy's actually pretty good. Who is that guy? <laughs> he sees he must be new. This thing is still right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I just it's, it, it it was it was an interesting Oscar Oscar show. I missed it, man. Yeah, it oh, was late. It ran kind of late. I think I was working or something. Yeah, but anyways. What do we got this? What do we got this week? What do we want to start off with? Well, let's um, Suicide Squad two. I think Suicide Squad two. That's a good one. What's going on with Suicide Squad two? So, uh, they're talking about rebooting Suicide Squad uh for a sequel. Oh, you mean just giving it a sequel? Not or giving it, it? Giving wow, Suicide Squad wow. a sequel number two. <laughs> and uh, this time, they want to have Joker as the main villain. Which, I like the way they played Joker in the first one. I think that's the big... Okay, well, here's my thoughts on mm-hmm. the Joker thing. Yeah. The first time, when Suicide Squad was coming out, when it was announced, and they showed Jared Leto as a Joker, right. everybody thought he was going to be the main villain of the movie. Yes, that's true. And when we saw the movie, it was clearly not the case. You know, he and from what we saw of him, it wasn't enough to kind of tell if we were going to like him or not. At least for some people. Some people think he's amazing as the Joker. I mm-hmm. think he was interesting. It was an interesting take, and I want to see him again. Mm-hmm. But So for this sequel, if they're going to make him the bad guy, that's probably a good idea just because, one, the main problem with the first one was, I think, the mystical stuff. Like Some people were like, oh, that's weird. Like It'd be better if they went up against like somebody that was like normal. At the end of the day, wasn't... the Hold on. Who was the villain in Suicide Squad? One? And this is why the villain in Suicide Squad was trash. Uh, was it the 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 lady? The like? Yeah, the, the lady. Gothic, the belly dancer. The gothic lady. girl. Yeah, the belly dancer chick. Okay. All right. I thought the, so. The enchantress. Yeah, and she yeah. had the spirit from the old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it was pretty trash. I mean, like uh, that was my least favorite part of Suicide Squad. Yeah. But other than that, I thought you know. That movie could have been salvaged, or it can be salvaged. It's still, it's still an entertaining movie for what it is. Will Smith, we got '90s Will Smith back. Yeah, 
You know. I mean, I I like the way they played the Joker in in the Suicide Squad one because uh, even back to the history, you, you know, the Joker is the main villain, mm-hmm. always the Batman. True, but in the comics, in the cartoon, he never was just like always there fighting Batman. He always just kind of popped up. True. Did true. his thing, got missing. You know, I like that they made very him mischievous. like a gangster. Yeah. They made him the clown prince of crime. And if like to me, this is what this is what separates him, or at least shuts up people who are like, oh well, he doesn't look like the Joker from the comics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, one Joker's always had some style, but mm-hmm. the style that he had in the comic books was based off of like the 19 like 50s, 50s, 60s, yeah. or whatever, and so. Gangsters had a different look back then. That's like an Al Capone type look or whatever. But if we were talking about gangsters today and Gotham was like a real place, he would have like tattoos. Mm -hmm. He'd be tatted up. And then he doesn't even really have a grill. What's cool about his teeth thing is that Batman punched them out over the years. And that became his like look. Mm. Shiny teeth or whatever. So those are like metal feelings. Yeah, yeah. And so... Batman ruined his smile, and that's why he has a tattoo of a big grin on his mouth. So when Batman knocks a to- a, his teeth out, he can hold his face mm-hmm. and have that big grin. So I'm like, they, they thought out a lot of cool stuff about his Joker. They just didn't really give us a lot of him. I mean, like I said, I, I think they gave us enough. Enough to bring him back for a sequel. Yeah, Jared Leto, I don't know how he's feeling about this whole Joker solo movie thing. There's like three different Joker See, now projects. That's, now that's the part that's going to confuse a lot of people right there. I was about to say, there's three different Joker projects right now. There's a Harley Quinn in the Joker movie in development. And then there's uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. who's currently in rumors, or rumored to be in it. Right. And then there's Suicide Squad 2, which he could be the bad guy that, but I feel like they might have somebody else. Joaquin? Uh, no, they might just have a different bad guy. All Other together. than the Joker, yeah. Right. Because, like, there's there were rumors that The Rock was going to be the bad guy in Suicide <laughs> Squad, too, because he's playing Black Adam in his own movie mm-hmm. before he fights Shazam in a Shazam sequel. Speaking of Shazam, but, uh, did you see sh- the Shazam photos of Zachary Levi in that costume? Man, the costume leaked pictures of uh, pretty amazing. It was pretty tight. Here's my issue with Warner Brothers. I'm like, guys, if y'all know that y'all are shooting in an area where people are going to get pictures, just release an official photo before people can leak yeah, and talk yeah. shit about how the costume looks. Oh, he looks, uh, he doesn't look like a lot of texture on that costume. Uh, it looks very like 90s. I'm just like, guys. You think that be- might be part of marketing? Well, one, I feel like that's, I feel like. Shazam or Captain Marvel has been pretty cheesy for like since ever. So does it need to be that secretive? Yeah, they don't need to be that secretive because one, nobody cares about a Shazam movie at the moment, mm-hmm. but because nobody cared about a Black Panther movie until it went it was starting to, you know, get free Build momentum and yeah, everything. People yeah, people are like, oh, this is good, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, right now there's a lot of people that say, oh well, there's not a lot of movies for my kids to go see. Like these superhero movies are getting pretty dark. You know, but Shazam, that's the most kid-friendly superhero movie that DC is bringing to the table. And they did Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, Justice League, all pretty morbidly dark movies. I am about to say, now, the thing about it is, with DC being in the turmoil that it's in with Marvel, I think they they might make it a little dark. Well, well here's the thing. I think 
whether whether it's kid friendly or not. I They're going to put some I think right now the name of the game is lighten the shit up. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman was kind of going in that direction sort of. And that's why everybody was like, "Oh, Wonder Woman's so great cuz it's like a breath of fresh air cuz okay. it's so optimistic." And then Justice League comes out and it's like it's such a clusterfuck of epic proportions and then now with this movie it's like the perfect concept a kid gets superpowers and they're in an adult's body with like superman's powers if you were like 12 years old Mm -hmm. and you could have superman's like powers what would you do so oh i'm no, no, I'm not mean. I'm not asking. Oh, you if you no, asked. I was about to say, I'm flying across the world. But, but that's like the synopsis of that. So, like, some kid is just basically going to be running around looking like a grown man. And it would be cool if he runs into Superman. And Superman's like, oh. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's like, oh, my Superman. God. Yeah, oh, my God, Superman. And Superman's <laughs> going to be like, dude, you're like 30. Why are you acting like a child? This kid, this dude's weird. But, but you know, like, uh, there's a lot of potential for that movie. And I hope it, I hope it lives up to the small expectations it has, and it, it brings DC out of the slump they're in right now. Because right now they're in crisis fixing mode. They're trying to fix the damage. Bring, bring it back together. Because Black Panther made more than the Justice League movie. That's kind of sad. One superhero versus a movie that has, you know, some of Four. the most popular the five, superhero well, five characters. Five Superman popular. Yeah, it's, you got Superman, Batman, he, who brings in a billion by himself usually. You know, and it made less than previous movies. Well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Batman always fluctuated, like, by itself, regardless. <laughs> well, to yeah. me. Well, Batman Begins didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they've they always been up and down. Dark Knight came back and brought that, some flame to it. That's so, that totally pissed me off, too, because I was all about Batman Begins. <laughs> I was like, yo, Batman Begins is kind of tight. And then they made it, like, super, even more realistic. And I'm like, man, what is this whack shit? <laughs> like, I, this bitch is just a, a, a dude in a costume, dude. Yeah, like, and I and I get it. And it, The Dark Knight is a, they're, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But as, like, a Batman movie, I feel like it doesn't really count. Because, like, the villain is better than the hero. The hero gets no shine, really, in that. You know, and just, like, he was too whiny. He wasn't tough. Like, a tough Batman. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like he... Keep this believable, but uh, okay. So in retrospect to that, uh, to the characters of Batman, okay, let's let's talk about rich superheroes who don't have powers but yeah. are just rich. Mm-hmm. What about Tony Stark compared to Batman? Well, Tony Stark is, I think, he's I, he's a more fun version of Batman. I think it's because he's douchey, like he has his douchey ways. About he's just him. a regular dude, and he fucks up all the time, and that's what kind of makes it fun. If you look back at his track record in the mm-hmm. Marvel movies. It's mostly him just fucking up mm-hmm. and then fixing his fuck ups, and so like Iron Man one, he said he unbeknowingly sells a bunch of like weapon to Iranians, and then figures out figures out that he has to stop it because mm-hmm. it's coming. It's it's like within his own company, so he's fixing his mistakes, and then you know like uh, Iron Man two, you know you're dealing with all this stuff of like he created this Iron Man suit, so now everybody else is trying to like make ripoffs like the mm-hmm. iPhone. You know, so, <laughs> you know, smartphones, you know, it kind of became that kind of thing. Age of Ultron, you know, he right. created a robot that, you know. So, so, Iron Man over Batman in the situation of Rich. Oh, yeah, totally. He's just cool. Everybody wants to be him. Batman, I don't know if I would want to be him because he's like, he's kind of sad once like, you really think about him. It's like, it's like if, if I ever imagined Batman getting hit, it's just like, ugh. 
like he that kind of guy. Yeah, well, yeah. I can. feel like he would just like fall out. Who Batman? Yeah. No, he can take pain. He's pretty good at taking pain. He's like trained by assassins and stuff, so he know he has a high threshold for pain tolerance. But oh, yeah, because he actually has training. Yeah, but him. in like Justice League, the movie, they made him seem like so trash. Like he gets hit by Superman, and he's like, "Oh, something's internally bleeding." I'm like, <laughs> one Batman would never say that. So <laughs> this movie like loses points right now. I can't even talk about Justice League without getting mad. Like, let's not talk about Justice. We're League. moving on. To let's it. move on. All right, more superheroes. Green Lantern. Oh, time. Oh. Mm. Mm. Okay, so this one gets me kind of hyped because, mm-hmm. well, one, let's let's rewind. 2011, before yes. Man of Steel. Yep. DC was trying to build their, or Warner Brothers was trying to build their DC universe, and they're like, hey, well, Green Lantern, that's a, that's like that could be the Star Wars superhero movies. Right. And it sounded good on paper. They got the guy who wrote the Green Lantern comic books. They mm-hmm. got Ryan Reynolds. Everybody was like, really? That dude? You want him to play Ryan Reynolds? Or you mm-hmm. want him to play Green Lantern? Mm-hmm. What about, you know, a black actor, you know, to play the black Green Lantern? Because that was the popular one at the of time. Of course. Still is, to my retrospective. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. But that movie flopped badly. Hard. Yes. Badly. And that was supposed to start the DC Universe. Mm. And then they just were like... Nah, we're going to do Man of Steel. We're going to do Man of Steel. We're going to see if the Superman thing works. And that was the first superhero movie that they did in the late 2000s that stuck. Because the Batman movies, the Dark Knight movies, Mm -hmm. they couldn't have started a DC universe with that trash Batman. Like, I couldn't see him running into Superman and then expecting him to, like, take down Superman. You know, like, going up against each other. Right, right. So, that movie failed so badly, they just were like, okay, well, let's... Let's just do Superman. Fast forward to other non-critically acclaimed DC movies. And now they're like, hey, well, Green Lantern, there's still some hope for that character. Mm-hmm. So they want to get Christopher McQuarrie, the director of uh, the last two Mission Impossible movies, and Jack Reacher. And he's in those movies, he's worked with one actor in particular, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And so that's started to question that they might end up working they might end up working together for that movie they might which would it would be it would be good to see tom cruise i I have no doubt in my mind he would be perfect for that role i I just have a question ask for why is ryan Reynolds still in the short list because he's he's hot now deadpool deadpool he's he's strike striking like red hot if if he played the Green Lantern 2011 after coming in Deadpool, then yes, I would like to see him in. Well, see, they might, and I can see they're thinking with this because they're probably thinking, well, if we just bring Ryan Reynolds in, I figured that's what it was. If we bring Ryan Reynolds in, we can, we we don't even have to do an origin story because we have that trash first movie so people can just like acknowledge that it existed, Mm -hmm. but it could have existed a different way like they did with Mark Ruffalo being the Hulk after the, uh, Edward Norton played the Hulk in Mm -hmm. 2008. So, but that's not going to work because people are going to say, oh, I want to watch the first Green Lantern movie. <laughs> and then this and is like, trash. I want to see the second one. Yeah. And so, but the idea is that they're going to have more than one Green Lantern in this movie. And that Hal Jordan, Ryan Reynolds, who Ryan Reynolds was playing in the first one, mm-hmm. is going to be in his 50s. So he's going to be like a Green Lantern that's been a Green Lantern for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And then he's recruiting a new Green Lantern from Earth, John Stewart, the black Green Lantern, who everybody knows. And wants to see Idris Elba. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Idris Elba. 
Tyrese. He good. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you know, I think uh, you know, Tom Cruise. For years, I've said Tom Cruise would make a great Batman because he has this thing about him where he's like, he's rich and he's kind of a sociopath, like mm-hmm. in real life almost. Like he could have a dual identity, and the way he talks is very like. Direct, direct. Mm-hmm. and the way he works is very precise and direct. And he picks up. Yeah, he literally knows all these skill sets. Like he learned how to like hold his breath underwater for like six minutes. Really, I'm like, that's pretty dope. He, yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know what I forgot what they call it, but he's one of those actors. Uh, theoretical actor or something like that. Method actor. Method actor. Where he actually like, let's say if he was playing a psychopath, like mm-hmm. killer, a hotel killer, something like he would literally go in a hotel, sit there for days at a time. No TV, no oh, nothing, and just like that. live that life. Oh, like he does that type of. Yeah, well, training. he definitely puts his body on the line. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how he would feel about being in front of a green screen and <laughs> not being able to. He would be like, oh, we're going to go out in space. <laughs> I'm <laughs> we're ready. We're going to do this fight scene in space. I'm like, <laughs> what? No, no time. I'm ready to suit me up, NASA. Yeah, but like, I think uh, the character of Hal Jordan, he's supposed to be this fearless dude. Because to be a Green Lantern, you have to have no fear. Mm hmm. Tom Cruise definitely has no fear, so. Well, that's why I feel like they would, they would, they would have to bring. I, I, Tom Cruise is a good, a good person. You'd be tight because, like I said, like Ryan Reynolds, like I said, everybody's gonna have that Deadpool mentality. They're gonna have that. Uh, well, like in Deadpool, he's fearless, mm-hmm. but he's a jokester. He jokes about different things. Yeah, like, he joked a lot in the first screen. Yeah, and, and it was weird. And it's like so. It's like coming about. It, he's like, oh, well. That might hurt. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You think it's like, well, he's, he's going to be scared. Yeah. You yeah. hear Deadpool every time. Yeah. So, I, I couldn't see him being that serious guy yeah, in the Green. Now, like you said, unless they bring the second Green Lantern and the black guy. I don't know his name. John Stewart. If they bring John Stewart in Ooh, to I maybe, like, guide him. I know, who could, I know who could play. Who you got? Like, Sterling K. Brown. And he was uh, Killmonger's father in... Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just picturing him right now. In the suit, in the Green Lantern suit. People be pretty tight. I would watch that. But, you know, and he's kind of riding away with This Is Us. That's like the biggest show on TV. One of the biggest shows on right. regular TV. So, mm, might be tight. Because it's just Elba. We can't really give him that many chances anymore. Nah. He's got like three more chances. And then he's just like... Gonna be the next Shamar Moore after the uh, after that last movie, The Dark Tower. I didn't even read the book. Here's when you know a movie adaptation is bad is when you watch the movie and you're like, I don't want to read the book. I don't read what was what is based off of. I don't want to read the original sequence. Yeah, I could see that as the Black Lantern. That was a good one, Sterling. Yeah, Sterling Brown. He'd be tight. He's got that commanding voice and stuff. Yeah, and he would go well against. Somebody like Tom Cruise playing like a Maverick type character because Tom Cruise likes playing like the Maverick guy that does cool stuff and likes to like risk things. But Sterling K. Brown's John Stewart would be, you know, very. This is my problem with the Black Green Lantern is mm-hmm. that he's very boring because he's in. Oh, the, he's dead serious he's, all the time. Yeah, he's dead serious and he's in the military. And I'm like, what's the fun of this character at all? I don't understand why we want to see a movie of this guy. I would rather see the guy who jumps out of a plane with no parachute. <laughs> To capture some guy with the parachute, right? I'm like, now that's a badass. That's fair. So, but you know, um, that's just my thing. Yeah, the, the, I mean, for them, but the Black Lantern wouldn't be the main 
Green Lantern, though. Yeah, no, he would be, like, the side. And that's why I think they're doing it is because they know that, that Green Lantern is kind of boring by himself. So it would be more fun to put him up against somebody who – or put, team him up with somebody who is more of, like, a lethal weapon type dude. Yeah. It would have a lethal weapon feel. Lethal weapon in space. That's what it would be. These two cops, space cops. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that. I, I agree with you yeah. on that. I, I that was a that was a good uh, choice right there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how a trailer would be, but it it's kind of hard to imagine a Green Lantern movie. <laughs> I mean, I've seen well, a based Green Lantern on, movie. Well, based off like the first one, uh, I've seen a Green Lantern movie, so it's tough. You know, you have Sterling K. Brown, Tom Cruise teaching them how to use the ring, and I could see Tom Cruise like being like, oh, you know, like to use the ring. Mm-hmm. You have to focus your in focus your mind. <laughs> you know, cause the way Tom Cruise talks is very like direct and calculated. You know? I think the black, but I, I believe the black Green Lantern should introduce John or what's his name? How? How? Oh, the white. Green yeah, Lantern? I think I think he should introduce him to the whole Green Lantern universe since he's so stern. He has that like general feel to him. Like I you know. said, he's in, he's in the military. I know, but nerds are already like, but Hal is the first Green Lantern like from the Earth, so we can't do that. But but hey, if you were doing it, if uh, if I, if, I, if, if I were doing it, that that's how I would run it. I would definitely have Hal um, be introduced to the Green Lantern universe based off his mistakes in the first one, and just teach him new techniques, teach him new. Ways if to this was the first, protect the world. If this was the first Green Lantern movie and they asked me, hey, which Green Lantern do you want to do? I'd say, let's just put both characters together and just make Hal mm. Jordan black and then everybody's happy. <laughs> because really, he's kind of yeah. trash. It's black. like how, how Jordan's like personality. Yeah, just how Jordan's personality, but he's black. Boom. Just ha- make Hal Jordan black and we're good. We're golden. I'm sure some people will be pissed that they erased Jon Stewart. Now you got like Terry Crews kind of acting, yeah. like just walking in. Just... Yeah, I don't definitely don't want Terry Crews. <laughs> I mean, yeah. definitely not, but Ooh, I'm just saying yeah, like. He would make a great Kilowog though. Michael Clark Duncan played him in the first one. He was like this pig looking guy, Green Lantern. It's oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's yeah, I was about to say it's okay guy. if you don't remember because yeah. it was a trashy movie. So. He's like, Here, take my hand. Yeah. So what? Punched him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that movie actually had a memorable moment. <laughs> so what do we got next? Um, let's see. Speaking of, we got a lot of fairy tales coming back. Right fairy tale cartoons Ugh. into live feature films. Let's go ahead and knock it out, man. Let me tell you something. When I was watching the Oscars on Sunday night, and then they just were like, "Oh, the exclusive trailer for Mary Poppins comes out," <laughs> I was like, "What?" I mean, I knew there was a Mary Poppins movie coming out, but I just, for some reason, I was like, people actually would like care about a Mary Poppins movie. Sad enough, it was a big part in people's history. I mean, but I'm like, now, do you think that that really will like translate into dollars, like cha-ching type dollars? No, in- definitely not. Because yep. what it's coming out in what November, December? Yeah, November 2018. And in November, there's like other big. Movies. No, I'm sorry. December. It's a Christmas release. Yeah. Uh, December 25th. Well, it's going up against Aquaman, so... Mm, I'm I mean, it, Aquaman. I, I, feel like, I feel like with Mary Poppins, they're going to have a select audience regardless. Yeah, I'm like the original. It. The original Mary Poppins was in 1964. Yeah, I'm calling it. This movie's going to make... Well, it's got the guy who did Hamilton. 
the guy who like was in that play that everybody that's like super not in my field of <laughs> like friends. Well, I have friends who like Hamilton, but it's not my like crowd of like I'm not like oh my god, I gotta go see Hamilton. Who, you know? Colin Firth? No, not Colin Firth. No, not Dick Colin. Van Dyke. No, not Dick. Shut up. Stop googling. Uh, <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. I think that's his name. Lin Manuel Miranda. Look oh, at oh Miranda Jack. He plays Jack and Mary yeah, Poppins. IMDb and the shit. You damn right. Damn. Yeah, I had to come off the top. I'm like a rapper, but with like movies. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I. Yeah. Yeah. See, it doesn't really strike a chord. I mean, like I said, like the whole thing, the whole thing with Mary Poppins. Like I said, it's a, it's gonna be select, diverse. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's not a four quadrant movie, and by that no. I mean it's not gonna get a lot of black people up mm-hmm. in there. It's not gonna get a lot of white. Well, it's gonna get a lot of white people. Up yeah, it's gonna I'm be, sorry, it's, white. I'm sorry if I sound a little racist, but it, like as a black man, I can speak for me and my own and say <laughs> that we're not gonna be showing up to Mary Poppins. Yeah, I, will, I definitely agree. With only you. for a screening. I'm yeah. not gonna pay to see it. I would never pay to see Mary Poppins. Uh, um, I mean, they're just bringing it back to life, man. For the people who did, see, it's like just like the people who watch Winnie the Pooh. Mm. I like how you segued into that. How you segued into? I mean, it's 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 for it's for that select genre of people. It's not for everybody, and it's it's like either you watch it or you don't. Something about him, just like if I had to base off of just a trailer, which one I would watch? Uh, uh, Christopher Robin, which is like a, a movie that has Winnie the Pooh in it. Mm-hmm. I would probably choose Christopher Robin just because that seemed like a stronger concept than Mary Poppins. Because in the Mary Poppins show, it's just them pulling on a kite, and then they pull Mary Poppins out down. of the sky. I'm like, what is this whack shit? <laughs> oh, first off, because that's what kind of got me, because uh, wasn't Mary Poppins, did she have an umbrella? Yeah, she flies on an umbrella or some shit. <laughs> and I don't then know. she comes down on a kite in the uh, trailer. It's like, oh, Mary Poppins, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, uh. It's like, it's like if a rapper comes back, like an old rapper. Like, if it's like Ja Rule came back, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. Charul, you're back. Like, no, like, we've been okay without you. You good, bro? Yeah, that's how I feel about Mary Poppins coming back. But Christopher Robin, I feel like, even though I'm not a fan of Winnie the Pooh, I mm-hmm. didn't fuck with Winnie the Pooh like that. Like, the concept of, like, the guy who created Winnie the Pooh or mm-hmm. whatever. Or not the guy who created Winnie the Pooh, but I guess the guy who had adventures with Winnie the Pooh grew right. up. Right. Christopher. Up, yeah, Christopher Robin, Robin had adventures and, you know, grew up and. He lost his luster for life a little bit, but then he runs back into his old friend Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Winnie! Yeah, I'm like, it's like finding that inner, inner uh, goodness in you again, or some shit. You know, I could, I could buy that. Take you back to childhood. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to affect me. I'm gonna watch the movie and be like, you mean to cry? Oh, Winnie! I'm trying to think of the last movie I cried in. Probably Black Panther. No, I was Logan. <laughs> Oh really? Logan, I, I Logan, I got kind of teary eyed. There were some moments in that. When Doctor X died. Oh, and Professor X, Doctor X, fucking Doctor Professor. <laughs> hey, <A-Rod. laughs> like some professor that's listening to this is like falling up their fist like in a meme. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like that movie just had so many emotional moments. It, it, like when those people that bring Logan into their home and they get, oh, yeah, and his that guy's Slaughter. family gets slaughtered, and then he shoots the bad guy. And then Logan thinks they're good. And then he aims the gun at Logan, get ready to shoot him. Because he's like, you brought this shit to my house. Mm-hmm. Like, he gave him that look. And then he just dies. And then there's this cool, like, 
push in on Logan's face and he doesn't say anything, but you can already tell what he's thinking, which mm-hmm. is like, this is what always happens when, mm-hmm. when like, like close I, to somebody. Yeah. So I was just like, there's moments like that in that movie that just were really emotional for somebody who's passionate about comic book characters like that. Right. That just felt like a genuine moment. I feel like that's, uh, I like, I like how they played it along. Speaking of Logan, by the way, how they played it along with the little girl, his daughter. Oh yeah. yeah. Once, like, like, she was already emotionally attached as a child to have mm. a father figure or a figure in her life. Mm. And then, like, it kind of passed on the whole thing. Like, as soon as she got attached, she saw him come back. He dies. Yeah. So, it's like, now she has to walk away from this. It was perfect. And that it was, whole movie. It was very, yeah. That whole movie was was so well done. If you haven't seen Logan in black and white, it makes the movie that much more And I haven't. It's on the Blu-ray, it's like Logan Noir. And it's like... A black and white version of it. It looks amazing. It's like, it, it just gives it a different flavor. But, fair yeah. enough. But, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Okay, so, um, I'm sorry, Christopher Robin. <laughs> they should just rename, just... <laughs> honestly, they should just rename this movie Winnie the Pooh because Christopher Robin is is not going to sell. I, I about to say, I feel like they're going to lose sales because it's not, because people going to be like, who the fuck is Christopher Robin? And, yeah. Like, like I said, if you were a Winnie the Pooh fan watching the cartoons, you'll probably go see it. But I'm like, is there any danger in the Winnie the Pooh cartoons? <laughs> no, it's a I'm like, it's a life lesson movie. I'm like, it's, uh, it's, it's this is for the this is for the women. This this movie's for oh, women. Oh wow, it's for the women for the life lesson. No, I uh, no, it it is. <laughs> Think about it, man. It's this guy who works hard. The story behind Christopher Robin is a guy who is at work <laughs> and he has to take on the decision of living life with his family versus living life with his work life or sacrifice. Then he bring. I mean, Winnie the Pooh pops back up. This talking bear. Um, yeah, read the synopsis, Blacker. I'm not reading the synopsis. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even have the synopsis up in front of me. First off, I'm like looking now, he doesn't. He, no. got, he just has to post. So, but my question to you after watching the trailer, how did you feel about uh, the whole vintage look of Winnie the Pooh? I liked it because it's like time has passed, a little used up. Yeah. You know, and if Winnie the Pooh isn't real, and if it's like in his head, then that's a good representation of like the goodness that's in him. Mm-hmm. But it's been a little, you know, uh, maybe torn a little bit, torn up a little bit, beaten mm-hmm. up a little bit, you know, but still there. So I don't know. That's one thing I like about it. That's all I gotta say about the Winnie the Pooh shit. <laughs> There's really nothing else to say about it. Like. We'll wait until December hits or November hits, whenever it comes out. Like I said, I think it's for all the ladies. Uh, wow. It's ladies, just for the women. On International Women's Day, you say something like that. It's for the women. It's for the young girls who have, like, teddy bears and still have dolls men, that they have men, in the closet, ha- bro. See, in these times. You got, you got teddy bears? I had a teddy bear when I was a child. I ain't had no damn teddy bear. That's because you, <laughs> you were loved. <laughs> I was you were loved. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You deprived of love. Teddy bears give so much I love. I hugged my mama and kept it moving. You didn't get you no teddy bear, though? No, I did not have, I didn't have no teddy bear. I didn't play with action figures, none of that shit. Mm. All right, well, this is getting into darker territory. Let's move on. Anyway, next <laughs> for um all who want to bring back their childhood, uh, the Grinch. Ooh, saw the trailer for it. I was kind of amused. It wasn't the right voice that I was expecting from Benedict Cumberbatch. I was expecting his like British voice, okay, instead of his like Americanized Doctor Strange accent. Especially being in Whoville or something. Like yeah, that, that you difference. know, but. Like, I'm more of a fan of... It's going to be hard to top Jim Carrey, the live-action Jim Carrey mm-hmm. 
because he just did such an amazing job as the Grinch. I feel like it's I feel it's fair to do animated because, like I said, Jim Carrey did such a well job in the live action. When it's like that's the only way to bring it back, just visually. Yeah, I'm like I don't know, guys. Like I'm just looking at, it, I'm like I don't know, guys. It's not like a risk because kids will eat that up. You oh know? yeah, but it's I a can, long it's a long life story. Yeah, and they put in the the minions and stuff in the beginning of the trailer, and I'm like, okay, well, obviously they're trying to make it look more accessible for these younger kids. Mm-hmm. But um. Anything that, like I said, besides the uh, the voice that caught your eye or something that you didn't like? Something that you like? I did like how he was just being a dick. <laughs> For, you know, like going to the store and the, he picks up that like thing from the top shelf and the lady's like, oh, are you going to buy that? And he's like, no. And puts it back on the top shelf. And then the lady goes to reach for it, and he hits the shelf, <laughs> and it, it just knocks it down. That was great. Dick move. Yeah, but other than that, you know. Um. So how do you think? How do you feel about? Uh, I read in the article, uh, it's only going to be twenty nine minutes long. <laughs> what? The Grinch. Well, that's that definitely wrong. Stop lying. Yeah, it's a feature film, bro. Bro. Yeah. I don't know where you were reading this. The Grinch. IMDb. The bitch. Don't come Dude, it's got like Benedict that. Cumberbatch in it. You think they're going to pay him like $3 million to be in like a 29-minute thing? What, what was that one? Uh, I think it was the... Bullshit Press? The Bit Bag. Yeah, that's definitely not a reputable source. Really? Yeah, really. Come I on. I went to the Bit Bag, man. Yeah, don't do that. Like, literally, just don't do that. The Bit Bag's <laughs> pretty good, dude. Maybe for music or some shit. I don't even know how you found that. Probably Facebook. Nah. Nah, I don't I don't need to know how you found it. Yeah. Alright, uh the Grinch comes out November ninth. Mm. For all oh, in theaters. Like to see. Oh, okay, cool. Nah, it's only on Don't be Netflix. lying to these people. Be lying to these people. <laughs> but you know, I think uh you know, it'll it'll do well for for the kids out there, they'll love it. I mean, you're going to see it, so. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to see screenings. I see screening. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, I see movie screenings, and I see these movies like two weeks in advance, sometimes a week in advance, and so and they're free. So it's pretty great to be, you know. I mean, it's in a great position to just watch movies without having to worry about if I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. Because then I can just, you know, Review it on my own merit and not just like be like, oh, I paid twenty bucks for this, so like it's got it's it was good, I enjoyed it, you know. But yeah, factual, factual. <laughs> what else we got here? Well, we got John Favreau. Right. This is probably the biggest news. John Favreau has, I guess, he's going to executive produce and write a Star Wars series for the Disney streaming service that's coming out. And mm. it's a live action thing. So we're getting, we're in a Star Wars centric world now. Definitely. Like everywhere you look, there's going to be some Star Wars. There's going to be some animated series. There's going to be some live. And the fact that it's a live action show is really cool because everybody has waited for this since 2005. That's when rumors of a live action show started to, started to happen. And, uh, you know, Favreau, he's done like well actually he's doing the lion king mm-hmm. he did the jungle book he did the first iron man first and second the yep. iron man yeah and uh you know he's just a busy guy he's getting that money yeah he is man. executive producing uh, avengers 
movies and stuff. So I think that's good that he actually has uh, a background with Star Wars, so he can kind of bring it all in and put his creative touch on it. Because, um, like I said, the Lion King comes out in 2019, but we've all loved Marvel's Iron Man. We all loved. Yeah, well, Jungle Book won an Oscar, didn't it? Probably. Or, I probably I can't remember Oscars from like last year. Yeah, the Jungle Book won an Oscar for well visual effects, but still it was a good movie mm-hmm. for the most part. Cause he actually didn't he was he featured in Iron Man two as the Butler? Oh, you mean as a, his a uh, uh, bodyguard? Hel- yeah, Happy Hogan. Yeah, he was in one, two, and three. I like that. He put himself in his own movie. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. Oh yeah, double check. And right. I would make sure it's a character that's like kind of important, so I could show up every now and again. Mm-hmm. Just gotta get that money. Definitely. But you know, I think uh, it's gonna be a cool. It's gonna be cool. As, I, I, actually, I scratch scratch this. I gotta get a new streaming service just to watch <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> you know how many streaming services are available right now? Hold on, what? Disney is having their own streaming service where they're going to have their original shows and all their Disney movies are going to be on there. So they're taking all the Disney stuff that's on Netflix right now. Taking it off. And they're going to move it to that channel eventually when it airs, when when it's getting ready to premiere. But they're going to have Star Wars TV shows, well, a Star Wars TV show and then Marvel TV shows, like original Marvel shows. Yeah. And so they already got my money right there. They got my money. When they said Marvel shows. Yeah. Like official Marvel shows. So I got to have Netflix and then I have to have Disney. The Disney streaming service. Because they're streaming direct to customer platform. Y'all don't know. That's no ads. Straightforward. It's going to be like nine ninety nine. I can already tell. I mean, why not? I mean, they're trying to get that money, man. That's That's where TV and... Media is going these days anyway. I mean, if they want to make it a good incentive, like start off real cheap, like five ninety nine, and then like after like a year, just go up a little bit. Just six, I mean six twenty five. Yeah, you know, just like Netflix. Netflix used to be like five dollars. I still don't pay for Netflix. No, you use somebody else's no, family members. I don't account. watch it at all. Oh, well, hey. I mean, no, I'm just playing. Yeah, I love Netflix. I'm gonna watch as as soon as we're done with this podcast. I'm going to watch Jessica Jones season two, at least start to binge it. So, what do you see uh, coming from uh, the Star Wars adventure with him writing? Uh, she'd be good. She'd be fun. You know, he he's got a good eye for making things fun and adventurous. And you know, he might not be like very. Uh, Obsessed with like the lore because we don't even know when it's gonna take place in the Star Wars universe. So right. we'll see, see how that goes. What else we got? There's a lot of awkward silence here right now because we're like trying to figure out what what we're gonna talk about next. Oh wait, this is one I've wanted to talk about for a while. What you got? So there's a new trend of movies coming out. In the next few years, mm-hmm. called uh, they're just gonna be focused on rappers and their origin stories, and maybe maybe the movie Eight Mile was the genesis of this. But we now have a Gucci Mane movie in development with Paramount. Mm. Now, Gucci Mane, who's Gucci Mane? You might ask. Well. 
<laughs> you mean tell him that part? Huh? <laughs> you mean tell him? <laughs> yeah, you can tell me Gucci Mane. Who's Gucci Mane? For those who don't know. No, nah, you should know him. He's the trap guy. Gucci Mane. What, Radrick, is, what is trap? Radrick Davis. He's the empire of trap music. But what's trap music? Any, For those who don't know, I know what trap music is. I was about is. to say, like, any music that you pretty much hear today on today's rap, Mongo is based off what's trap. What's trap mean? Is, trap music is based off... What trap means? It yeah. means selling... Narcotics. Oh, okay. Drugs. Gotcha. I'm just talking for the like audience out there. Well, well, I mean, I, I, if you don't know what trap music is by now, then I oh, mean, I, we don't know who our but, audience is. We might have some 45 year olds. But it's know. actually based off of the technique of music, like 808s and different pop sounds that gives you the trap. Got you like beat. lots of percussions. Yeah, percussions. percussions okay. Well, high pitch. Well, Gucci Mane. I don't know what they would call the movie, but I say they should call it Bitch, I Might Be. Why Bitch, I Might Be? Because that's when the world realized who Gucci Mane was. Like, the whole world. He was just in being sentenced by, you know, the prosecutor, and she asked him a question if he was innocent or guilty, and he says, Bitch, I Might Be. And that was the most epic thing ever. So his biopic. Well, not, not even biopic. His movie mm-hmm. should be called Bitch, I Might Be. Bitch, I Might Be. Yes. They, like, <sighs> I can see the trailer already. They're going to be, what's his name? Redrick Davis. They're going to be like, Redrick Davis, are you guilty of this or do you really think you're innocent? And he's going to be like, he's going to look up <laughs> and he's not going to, and it's going to be like a close up on his eyes. And then it's just going to be <laughs> the title Bitch, I Might Be. But the, so so uh the reference that Daniel is giving is uh rapper Gucci Mane was in in a murder trial back in 2000 early 2000s I can't give you exact date <laughs> on it but uh when the judge said asked him if he was guilty he says bitch I might be which uh, Daniel proclaimed to be one of the hottest or not not even his Oops, excuse me. Oh wow, look, some Gucci Mane is playing. It just came out of nowhere. The trap guy made an appearance. <laughs> um which Daniel proclaims that that is the height of Gucci Mane's career, not necessarily in the black community, but worldwide. Mm-hmm. Because this was featured on CNN with uh Nancy. It was it was all over the news. It's Yeah. It's a Mongo moment. It was, yeah. All of my white friends knew who Gucci Mane was and like showed up. Like one of my friends who was very severely white. <laughs> very severely white. <laughs> he just showed up one day and he was like, Hey Daniel, I got this uh signed autograph by Gucci Mane And I'm like, Why how did you like how did you know about Gucci Mane? Like really? But you know, like yeah, I just think So, uh, do you think this should be a fad now? 'Cause uh you mentioned eight mile, but um I think Get Richard Die Trying was actually one of the Yawn. Amen. It gets it's, it'll never be talked about in the in the in the when all is said and done about movies based off of artists, it'll never be talked about. You wanna know why? Cause fifty cent he he tried to make himself look too cool. His character too cool. Everything about him was too cool. It wasn't an earnest movie. He had a literal villain in the movie who was like not like based on anything real in his life. 
He was so exaggerated. Wait, hold on, what? It, like the bad guy in the movie was like hugging him and being like, "Yeah, I killed your mom." Like, no, nobody in real life is like, "Like, hey man, give me a hug so I can tell you my evil plan, <laughs> and then you can beat me up, and I'll be like, oh, what are you doing? I thought we were friends.' Like, it was just so ultra dramatized that it was just like, that's why that movie didn't make so much money because it, it, there was just something about it that just. Yeah, felt, but you're not trying to still making money right now. Yeah, like. And the dollar bins or whatever, but Eight Mile is just on a different level because one, it's just earnest. It feels real. All right. But then you watch Get Rich or Die Trying, you're just like, this is obviously like the bargain bin version of that movie because it doesn't really get into him being a rapper, so it's not really his story. You know what I'm saying? It's very. That's where he came off of. I'm so so just like just like Gucci Mane's like. Mongo moment of being uh, in the courtroom. I know that, but I'm just saying but the story in the movie wasn't strong enough to like warrant a thing, warrant a full movie. Eight Mile, you kind of got this whole story with his shitty family, white trash family, and then mm-hmm. you know he's trying to be a rapper. He's kind of he's not trash, but he you know gets nervous when he performs and stuff like that. And then throughout the movie, he kind of finds himself a little bit because it's that moment, the moment. And like you said, it's they're both they both are based on they both are based off of moments in their careers, right? Because it doesn't follow Eminem like throughout his entire career, right? But if I had to say which was stronger, the ending of Eight Mile is just way stronger because he 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 does the great rap battle. Mm-hmm. He gets the crowd to love him after all that hate they were giving him previously. You know, and it was just a strong ending. It made me feel good. And the theme song was great. What's mm-hmm. the theme song, Get Rich or Die Trying? Wankster. See? He said, you a wankster. Mm-hmm. I'm like. That was the top of his career. I think. I don't know if that was the But that was like the don't, theme don't of give the me movie. The, don't give me the line. I don't know if that was the song. But you Wait, mean. don't he got a song called Get Rich or Die Trying? Probably, but what I'm saying is... I'm not even is, about to look it up. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, in that thing, 8 Mile 1 I got Oscar, you saying. We're like, best you. original song. Yeah, everybody knows Lose that song. Lose Yourself. Doom, 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 yeah, you hear doom, it, and you're just doom, like, oh my God. Doom, yeah. Yeah, you know, but... You had one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself. Yeah. So, I, I just... I don't... I So, going forward, I yep. think there there's going to be more musicians stories and i'm like you know they had all eyes on me with tupac uh it was kind of trash Nah, it was no content to that yeah, that, it was, was, it was that was pretty bad yeah my thing was it just wasn't earnest it didn't feel real it felt like they were glamorizing who this it felt like everybody knew he was tupac okay and well, that was what was wrong with the movie okay fair enough fair fair to say fair to say let's let's keep it on a a level of uh the artists playing themselves in the movie. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it there. Because like I, said, like I said, the Tupac movie, I already knew it wasn't going to be trash just because Tupac's dead. He has no sort of say. So it's not like a James Brown legend where he was a Mongol. He changed yeah, yeah. like he changed things in the world. So uh, in, in retrospect, I don't... I, I I do give you the fact that Eminem's 8 Mile is the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... <sighs> It's gonna be. I just feel like it'll be hard to have Redrick Davis, Gucci Mane's movie without having a like. But see, the beauty of it is because, a documentary. No, I was saying the beauty of it is that no one's gonna know who Gucci Mane. Like the regular audience member is not gonna know who Gucci Mane is. So they're gonna go into this movie thinking it's about an original character. 
And then by the time the movie is over, they're going to be like, somebody in the audience is going to tell him, oh, yeah, Gucci Mane got that new that new uh, album coming out. Because you know he's going to have a new album dropping before the but movie. ain't nobody about to walk in a movie theater but, named but, Bitch I Might Be. They might, they might. Straight out of Compton. There was a movie called Straight Outta Compton, which was actually Straight Outta Compton. We're forgetting about Straight Outta Compton. Oh, yeah, we did forget that. But that's that. a group. But that's just, I think that's the best, and then it's 8 Mile. Probably. But if we're doing solo people, mm-hmm. probably 8 Mile. But... Shredder Compton is pretty strong. That is a strong movie. But, but yeah, like, I just feel like Bitch I Might Be has some potential. Because in the trailer, they could say, you know, witness the rise (laughs) of... And then, like you said, it could be called Trap God. And then they could say, witness the rise of Trap God. I I think he should do it. it, Okay, especially if we're going to use that line, the Bitch I Might Be line. I'm telling you. I, I feel like it should be uh, named after his album, The State versus Reggie Davis. Nah, nah. And that's perfect. That's perfect setup. Nah. Think about think about it. No, because see, I can see Gucci Mane on the poster, and he's but it might not be Gucci Mane. It might get somebody else to play him. But if they did get Gucci Mane to play himself, it'd be funny because it'd be black and white, and he'd be looking off at something off of the, the poster, and then the title of the poster would say, Guilty. Or innocent, and then it says, "Bitch, I might be, <laughs> dude." And he's and he's like about to, he's got a gun or something. He's about to pull out on the poster, so he's like, "Gucci man don't need flash guns." <laughs> that quick. Why you got to say it like he's like a hero or some shit? He doesn't. Gucci though. man doesn't Gucci, flash guns. Gucci man's all about the trap music. He's about the the selling the product. Well, he hit somebody upside the head with a, a gun, wine a bottle. And then, <laughs> and that's why he was in court, the courtroom anyway, is to have the bitch I might be monologue. Wait, talk about uh, this video. Gucci Man actually, he was, was performing, and it was a chick that he actually hit, wasn't it? It was a, it was I don't a chick. Know. It was a chick at the performance, and she was like mad extra, and he jumped over somebody and hit her in the head with a bottle. Yeah, he has a, a weird <laughs> habit of hitting people in the head with a bottle. That's pretty dark, but you know. Okay. They could do. I'm trying to think of somebody else that they could do. I know we probably talked about this before, not on the podcast, but just between you and I. Uh, Drake. I feel like the that Toronto rapper could get his own movie. You know, it's funny. After we had that conversation, mm-hmm. I actually went and the first song play was Drake. Oh, really? See, featuring Gucci Man. I mean, he's on everybody's list, but he's not strong enough. Drake to. is big enough now. If he can sell out concerts, people will go to the theater, especially if the movie has like you know some of his hits and stuff like that. And like, it, it just, and he makes a theme song for the movie, a Drake original. Mm. Yeah, and he just and he just drops it, and nobody knew it was coming out. Nobody knew there was a movie coming out. And like on his website, he's just like. Yeah, the movie Aubrey comes out. On <laughs> Hell <Friday>. no! Hell no! <laughs> the movie Aubrey. The, the movie Aubrey comes out on on Friday. Autumn, Autumn Aubrey's coming out. And I was gonna say Autumn Aubrey, but I was like, that sounds too fucking cheesy. But but it could say Drake. that's how Drake's movie's gonna play out. It's cheesy as hell. I mean, but it'd be great. I mean, you know, it could be this guy who it could be all based on this guy who's a Toronto actor on this popular kid show, wanting to be a real. Like rapper and people are like, nah, you're just that. You're just Jimmy from Degrassi. And then he ends up like going through the motions, and it's like, you know, he's talking and like he's like monologuing over the trailer, like, you know, with success 
the split the split decision of- me and Daniel's having about this Aubrey movie is Drake has no struggle. He has struggle, but that's to say like any like anybody you meet. You could say that they don't have no any have any struggle, but, but really they do. But when I I'm saying like when you think okay, let's think let's think eight mile, let's think straight out of Compton. Yeah. Let's even it's, get rich or die hard. It, die hard. <laughs> get rich or die hard. It, it was, get rich or die trying. Whatever. Get rich or die Bruce hard. Willis, <laughs> Bruce die, Willis and his mom. Like, die hard. But <laughs> I was no. he has a movie coming out as well. But, yeah. but I mean, they they all had a struggle that they came from, whether it was the living conditions, whether it was having to sell drugs, to have a life all together. Mm. Aubrey Graham, as we talked about, he was 14, maybe 14, let's just say 17. But I was about to say, all those struggles are a little different. All those struggles are different. Struggling is different. When you're paying, when you're struggling to pay bills, it's it's the great equalizer. If you have a hard time paying bills, mm-hmm. that's the great equalizer. That's mm-hmm. a struggle in, in and of itself. But also the fact that he wasn't getting paid that much for the grassy. See that was, but I mean, no, 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 no. Even though he was on the TV show, that's going to be it for a whole different mindset of people because we're not going to sit here. And say, oh, Aubrey Graham, you're you're struggling because you're getting a teacher's salary at the age of 14, even though you're on the grassy. That's going to be from uh, someone who has a mindset like you or I. It's going to be like, okay, well, I know the benefits of being a businessman and having a contract I, and knowing that I'm supposed to rise. But before, but before the grassy, I'm sure there's a chapter we don't know about. You're only thinking about what you know. Well, his, might- his dad was a pimp. He was a school teacher, right? That's a pretty good movie opening right there. So, boom, you got that. And in the middle of the movie, he's an actor. You know, and then... He was always cool with his dad, though. I know, but I'm just saying he's probably seen some things. And that's why he treats women so well. You know, like, he's probably seen a lot of dark stuff. And that's why his music, he's so... He's got his he's got his heart on his shoulder most of the time. So, this is going to be a chick flick. No. Sob story. There's nothing wrong with having showing some emotion as a male. It's not, but I'm saying like it, the way you're planning is like he's gonna be taking women out on dates and getting like his heart crushed or some shit. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's got that too. No, no, no. But that might be a thing. I we thought you was gonna get dessert. No, but we might no, not. Aubrey, I gotta go. No, but we might not. Aubrey, no. But we might know. We might not know that like he might have had some love that crushed his soul that made him want to do music and like the best I ever had. That that could have been like the thing that started it, but I think the crux of that movie would just be what happens when you reach the top of the mountain. What what else is there? What what is there left after that you except crash. but winning? You crash like. But Kanye what West. happens when you don't crash? When there's just nothing but winning. We got a sequel. I just I'm just saying that's that would be kind of a dope movie. A movie where it's just the guy just keeps rising. He has no downs. He he his first half of his life was a, like a downer, mm-hmm. and then everything else from there is just like winning, 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 winning. I, I don't know, but I know we like to see people's downfalls. I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, like I said, like is it has to be some climax to the movie. It has to be some point where he grinds and plus the Meek Mill moment of that movie would be great. He's like, oh, I heard Meek Mill. Drop this uh, disc record on you, and then you hear, mm, 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 oh man, not again, not again. And then they show Meek like listening to it. <laughs> He's like, all right, I don't know, but yeah, they could do tons of tons of different uh 
you know, movies based off of. So, bitch, I might be. Yeah, I don't know any other artists that we could do. I said that I, are that that big. I, I think I think uh, I think. What about Rick Ross? No. Well, once he dies, yeah, and he's like in the hospital right now. So if he's he, out, oh, he's out of the hospital. Yeah, he's good. He had a heart attack. That's good. I'm happy but, for him. But if he had died, I, I promise, like two days later, he would have been a Rick Ross movie in development. Oh, <laughs> I'm the biggest boss. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Maybe a. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. You know, I don't even think the Beatles have the Beatles had their own movie. Mm-mm. No, see, that's prime for real estate right there. Prince. No, that's well, he kind of has his own movie with. But it's like fictionalized, like with Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh, so, my question is right now, just based off of Daniel, like even if you want to go through your playlist or whatever the case is, what artist is it that you want to see have their own? film and not not only have their own film okay we'll do two of them have their own film and star in it and then anyone who just deserves their own film well see that's hard for me because one i'm not a music guy so i don't quite know about all that i would probably say like uh you know I, i'm I'm, just, I'm good with drake right now I'm, I'm like a big drake drake fan jay-z maybe mogul would that make any sense? Yeah, like a Jay Z movie where he's like on the rise and he's like this innocent, innocent uh, well not innocent, but he's like living the street life and then somehow he becomes this like huge figure in the rap industry. Got to bring Dame Dash back, and it'll be called The Blueprint. Okay. Ooh! See, now you working with something right there. I had to do the church Monday. <laughs> Okay, that was nice. That'd be dope, and it could be like a quote from Jay Z's one of Jay Z's verses, and it'll just have the blueprint. You know, I don't know who they could get to play him. Chadwick Boseman's playing everybody, so <laughs> maybe lighten them up, get yeah. some Botox in his face. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> H to the his O, Man. B to the his A. Yeah. <laughs> not guilty. He who does not feel me is not real to me. Therefore, he doesn't exist. So poof. Vamos. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think uh what about you? Um so I can just say they're trash and not worthy of <laughs> I would go with who deserves their own right now my playlist. Ludicrous. Nah. Nobody's gonna line up for a ludicrous movie. But you might be right. I just think he deserves one, though. Yeah, you might be right. I just, um, I, I feel like now, 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 now. Ooh, ooh. okay. I'm, I'm based just just based off what you said of who hit star power, rose, and never fail. Mm-hmm. Ludacris definitely deserves it. Yeah, I feel like he fell off. I feel like he fell off. Fell off at one point after 2004 when he did that movie, Honey, with Jessica Alba. When I move, you move. Just like that. And then Hell that yeah. ADJ, bring that back. That's yeah. a, it was great. He stills making moves, though. I'm, I'm, I know he's making moves, and he, but he's but he's not that guy that he was back then where people are like, yeah, like, when, when did he do that song, Get Back? You don't know me? Like, get, get back, back, get, get back. back. You don't know me. Like, like I think that was around that time, too. Oh, okay. Well, or maybe a little bit before. Yeah, so 
Yeah, he just hasn't had any big hits since then that have been like his on his own that wasn't like a feature. So, you know, but you know who would have a great movie? Oh, we. Oh, I'm saying like, like I feel like his status as a, a musician just doesn't feel big enough to be like, oh, they're making a ludicrous movie. I'm gonna see that. It just sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud. Like I don't know. Okay. But Michael Jackson. He, how many features? How many? They've all been like Lifetime original movies or something, or <laughs> BET originals. They don't count. So they they need to do like a because that movie could be really heartfelt and emotional. Like you know, especially when you think about his relationship with his dad and how he hated himself or he hated his father's the look of his father or the image of his father so much that when he sees his face in the mirror, you know, he, every time he just sees a different person, he or just he sees, sees the, the guy old. who abused him. In, so he wants to change the image. Change the image in the in the to the person that loved him. In the name mother. of the movie, you want to know what the name of the movie is gonna be called? This is it. No, because they already made a movie called This Is It. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> the man in the mirror. Mmm. That was kind of deep. Man in the mirror. See, you gotta find the emotional parts of these. It was these nice, movies. but. Uh, I'm not, and, I'm, and the whole movie's not gonna be focused on this. Like, I think, no, no, no. Hmm. It's it's just the I just feel like the Jackson Five is once that's a whole era. People people have to get past it. People have to get past the Jackson Five because that is well, the I top. I feel like yeah, we got to deal with it because that's a part of the origin story. So mm-hmm. if you do a Michael Jackson movie, you have to show, you know, him being in the Jackson Five and being like trained ruthlessly by his father. Like if you mess up this. <laughs> this step <laughs> One more time I'm gonna hit you With this belt Right upside your head With the metal part I'm gonna get the extension cord Michael Yeah And so you need to see that And how he be- Cause really It's kind of a double edged sword Because that's what made him So good Right Was the abuse Right So So you have to have that But what Are the effects Of that type of success And being that good Like the mental strain Of having to be This like perfect dude you know, cause say what you will about him, but at the end of his life, he kind of had a lot of, you know, shit going on. With yeah, him. so you could really do an emotional movie. Who they would get to play him, I don't know. You know, Washington, Mr. Flex Washington. Nah, pass. Let him get his cameo back. Pass. Sorry about that. I don't know what they were thinking with that one, but you know, uh, I, I he's the only one that I can think of that's like legendary that still hasn't had his own movie that's like official. Like, he, hey, he could play Mulan if. Uh... No. That was just mean. That was just mean. He could. That wasn't funny. With all the plastic surgery? No. Yeah, man. Listen, man. That makes me sad. Oh, breaking news just happened like Uh-oh. three seconds ago. Vin Diesel is back in action with Sony's Bloodshot based on the Valiant comic adaption. Or adaptation. Yeah. But, <laughs> so Bloodshot is a character that. It's kind of like Deadpool, but he's like serious. He can heal and he can do all this crazy stuff. But they've got Vin Diesel doing it. And Jared Leto was actually in talks to play this character a few months ago. But Vin Diesel just stepped in and was like, hey, I want to get more of this superhero business. Let's get it. Fuck this Groot shit. I want to be. <laughs> I got too much bullshit going on. Yeah, and so basically, uh, I'm just going to read the synopsis because mm-hmm. I don't read Valiant comics like that. Um Brought back from the dead by rising spirit technologies through the use of nanotechnology and suffering total memory loss, Ray struggles to reconnect with who he was while learning what sort of weapon he has become with the help of a group of other augmented combatants called Chainsaw. 
when his visceral memory of the murders returns, he sets out on a path of bloody vengeance in his new body, but begins to question how and why his choices feel so familiar, and if he is not the hero he thought he was. That sounds fucking complex. It does. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm confused. It's like, a, it's like subconscious. It's, that's, all I, <laughs> that's all I can think about the whole time. I'm like, it, and you know what? Now we're getting to something interesting, mm-hmm. really interesting. Vin Diesel likes to play tortured, broody, macho dudes mm-hmm. who like are like brooding about something. Mm-hmm. Even Dominic Toretto is brooding about something. Right, my my dad's car. Yeah, my dad's car because my dad died. And then mm-hmm. Fast and Furious Four, he's like, "Oh, Liddy's dead. I'm brooding." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he's got like a in in Riddick, you know, he was brooding yeah. in that sort of, and then. Uh, blind man Yeah He wasn't blind I always thought he was blind But he's not blind I always thought he was blind Yeah <laughs> He can see He can see But he can only see Like in the He can see great in the dark Like it's daytime And pitch black Like bat Yeah Sonar Yeah I still consider that blind Whatever This <laughs> 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 is getting real nerdy <laughs> But you know I think uh, uh, You know He did some movie Called The Last Witch Hunter Which I saw But it was not great And he was tortured In that too Mm-hmm. And so now this character, it seems like Sony is trying to build a Valiant Comics universe because they don't own Marvel. And Valiant Comics has a bunch of, I guess, comic book characters that could all come together. Mm-hmm. And so this is their poor man's excuse for trying to get that going with Vin Diesel. That's fair. I don't really know about Because one, dead, or not dead shot. I was about to say dead shot. Bloodshot. Sorry, Will Smith. Uh, Bloodshot has a lot of hair. He has hair. So I have to imagine Vin Diesel with that hair. I don't feel like he's going to be bald in this. Like, if you type in Bloodshot, what Bloodshot looks like, he's got hair. Not to mention Jason David Frank, who played the Green Ranger in Power Rangers, is doing, like, a web series of Bloodshot. And so he must feel some type of way right now that he was, like, on the edge. Yeah, it doesn't look right, right? Nah. If you, if, you, if you guys are near your, your computer, just type in Bloodshot and see what that character looks like. And yeah, then imagine like Rainbow kind of feel to him without yeah. the, you know, yeah, and, he's, and he's got pale, pale skin. Yeah. So he's like going to be like an albino Vin Diesel <laughs> with the red eyes. He even got parts in his head. Yeah. And that's Jason David Frank. I mean, you'll see in the third picture, Jason David Frank on Google. Yes. Yeah, or is it? it? Is him. Yeah. So it's that type of thing that feels. It feels weird that they're going to other comic book properties to try to make their own universes. I mean, uh, <clears throat> uh, I was about to call him Dominic Toretto. <laughs> he is Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Vin Diesel does play a uh, a good grieving guy, like uh, as far as taking action. Because he says nothing. He's just like, yeah, and he just takes action, and just based off. The comics that I'm looking at right now, he Bloodshot looks like a guy who just hey. answered a nobody. <laughs> I about <bowed, laughs> to nobody. But That's I don't know. Cool. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. It's also In the army. Uh, let's see. Mm, Dave Wilson, who is the creative director at Blair Studios, is going to make his feature debut. Directing this movie with a script from an Oscar-winning writer, uh, 
uh, Eric Scribe. Or no, I said Eric Scribe. Eric Heiser. Yeah, Eric Heiser. <laughs> it's a weird last name. Sorry, Eric Heiser. Uh, but he wrote Arrival, which was a weird movie, but Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar winning. Yeah, so... Yeah, you never know. It could be it could be the next hit franchise for them, and you know, Vin Diesel has been trying to get into the comic book world. He wanted to play a uh, Black Bolt in an Inhumans movie, and that was a character who was also kind of broody because he can't speak. Because if he speaks, his voice could like destroy mountains. Mm. So he has to like communicate through like sign language. But he's the most powerful. He has the most powerful like power ever, just by whispering. Like if he even whispers, like, he could like. I don't know, create like a hole in the center of the earth. Yeah. Like if he says peace, <laughs> you, 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 you like disintegrate it. Yeah. So he, he really, and he had the voice for it too, but they fucked that all up. And so mm. he can't play that character because they did a TV show and it was trash. But uh, Groot still got Groot. Yeah. So <laughs> he is Groot and Garden of the Galaxy. And he's Triple X, you know, he's restarted that franchise. Are they continuing with that? Yeah. I yeah. thought after Ice Cube it was like it was it was it, after Ice for. Cube it was done for unless yeah. Vin Diesel came back yeah and Vin Diesel was like hey let's bring back Xander Cage and it wasn't a great return but like it was cheesy enough for me to be like you know what fine <laughs> I'll watch another one we'll see we'll yeah. see what the next one looks like yeah and it'll be you know produced by China so it's it'll make his money back pretty mm-hmm. quickly but uh. You know, I, I I don't know. I'm thinking about Vin Diesel's career trajectory. And at one point, I thought he was going to be a serious actor because his first movie, or the first, he directed a short film mm-hmm. uh, uh, which focused on his skin color. You know, because he wasn't black enough. He wasn't dark enough. He, he wasn't white enough. He was in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was a very, very touching movie. Uh this guy this like dweeby looking Vin Diesel like he wasn't as big as he is now and uh Steven Spielberg found him I saw that video and was like hey would you like to be in my movie uh, Saving Private Ryan and he was like alright cool and that's how his career pretty much got a kickstart he saved up some money $3,000 and just like draped his own short so now I, I'm waiting for the Fast and Furious franchise to be over. All his action franchises to be over. So well, they can... still have two more. So Jesus, how you gonna act, Playboy? <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see how how they make that make. I keep saying this every time mm-hmm. they have a Fast and Furious movie coming out. I'm yeah. like, really? Come on! Like, how are they gonna top the last one? And they somehow they do it. Make it great, phenomenal eight. I thought Fate of the Furious was pushing it. I was like, all right, Paul Walker's dead. There's no way you can keep mm-hmm. this going. Somehow they kept it going. I think they're going to keep it going without him as well. Yeah, nine and ten are going to be. Now, the thing the thing that I feel like may mess it up slightly or make it un. Because right now you're, pay, you're, you're, you're waiting for it. You're anticipating it. But I think what will take away from suspense is these spinoffs that everybody keeps talking about. Oh, with about. The Rock? The rocks, but off when Jason Statham and like I said, I don't. I feel like, of course, if at first they're gonna keep it away from the the Fast and Furious franchise, mm. of course, just to just so it's not so close. So mm. if they fuck up, it won't mess up the other franchise. Yeah, but 
still have enough space where it's like, okay, later on we can bring some of these other actors into the spinoff. I mean, they could use the spinoffs to bring in people from the other Fast and Furious movies who like kind of got forgotten about, like the Tokyo Drift dude. Right. Country man. Yeah, the country dude. Uh, I'm going to Tokyo. My ride. You know, but like I think uh, one in Fate of the Furious, The Rock and uh, Jason Statham's chemistry was like right. off the charts. Like I could see a, a duo like buddy. Mm-hmm. Buddy movie with them like fighting together, so it could be good, but I just feel like it may may have been poorly timed since Fate of the or Fast and Furious Nine was supposed to come out in 2019, but because of the Rock's spinoff of that, that got pushed back to like 2021 or 2020, something like that. You feel like the Rock's getting money hungry? No, off the franchise. No, I just feel like people are. People are paying to mm-hmm. see these movies for a certain reason, and then he's a leading man now, mm-hmm. and he's making a crap load of money. Jumanji yeah. nearly made a billion dollars. He even has a TV show on um, Showtime. Yep. Baller. So it just feels like why not capitalize on that while we have him? You know, because yeah. when Five came out, he was like, you know, this was his comeback. It's Rock's right, comeback. right, right. And so now they've kind of amped him up to be the lead. You know, a Hobbs movie. Even though it probably won't be called like Hobbs, it'll be like hmm, the Furious. I don't know. <laughs> won't be called the Fast and Furious, but the Furious or the. Mm. Or they might keep Fast and Furious out of it. Yeah, or it could be like the Fast and Furious with an abbreviation like Fast and Furious, Hobbs, Hobbin. Hobbs. I don't know Hobbs Hobbin, but I don't know. That was shitty. Let's forget about that. <laughs> But you know, yeah, we'll see where 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 they take that. I mean, uh, so um, will this uh bloodshot give a more so new comic series or new spinoff to the newer generation of comic lovers? Well, yeah, like Valiant Comics in the day back in the day when I was a kid, I would see Marvel, DC, mm-hmm. and then Valiant in the late nineties was like kind of a thing and i was like man what are these trash heroes i don't mm-hmm. want to see <laughs> i don't want to read these and so now everybody's more mature and likes darker characters the valiant universe has tons of dark characters but i mean it's different from marvel and it's different from dc they might have a winning because it's martial arts there's a lot of martial arts mixed with like you're a cyborg type thing you know and then you're like a ninja you know, it's just tons of weird characters. Right. So, hopefully Sonny gets it together. And then... Well, um... Like you said, he, he's still with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to leave that. But, I mean, other than that, I mean... I don't think he'll be featured in too many more movies. Yeah. Like, in live, like, you know... F- F- the Fast and Furious was holding them right now. Yeah, that's what I'm once saying. That, once that's done... It's like, it's, you might just be doing just voiceovers. Like I'm, I'm saying all these movies that we've been talking about that Vin Diesel's been in, like Triple X, the mm-hmm. Riddick movies. Uh, and They fail kind of quick. Yeah, but they're getting sequels. All of those are getting sequels. The Riddick is coming is getting a, a is he pl- But he's, he's, he's not playing. He's going to play Riddick in the fourth what? movie. Yeah. Well, he was so young back then, dude. I know, but they've aged him in real time, so it's okay. like, okay. so it's like believable. Like the third Riddick movie, I was like, okay, cool, because uh-huh. he's been a king for a while, and then they betray him and he gets stranded on the island or on the planet, 
cool. I buy mm-hmm. that. But Triple X, again, he's been like off the grid for a couple of years mm-hmm. and then he researched, like, comes back and he's Triple X again. You know, so he's just trying to make more franchises for himself. But the thing is, it comes a certain time when you you get too old to play these characters. Now, maybe Bruce Willis would disagree, but he's not making like 100 mil movies anymore unless right. it's a Die Hard movie or something. Which Die Hard is <laughs> They're making another Die Hard. Uh, die Hard. Well, I see it. it it'll no, have yeah, to Die Hard is not going to hit. The... They'll have to do like a Logan-esque Die Hard movie. That's the only yeah, way the I would watch one. it. That would be the only way I would He's watch it. He's done Die Hard like 15 yeah. times, bro. But he like literally has to go out. Like he's senile. You know, he's at a retirement home. <laughs> and they rob, they get ready to rob, or and they bring these old people, elderly people to visit. And then these criminals come to rob this bank. And then John McClane is like, well, gotta get back to work. Why'd you give him a going out of style type? Like, <laughs> isn't, just, that, isn't that a movie with Morgan oh, Freeman? Oh, Morgan Freeman, yeah. Yeah, maybe the Russians. Oh, okay, here we go. You just, you just spark my creativity. Everybody close your eyes. Okay, okay, close your eyes, guys. Here we close go. Close your eyes. Okay, so. Give it to him. John McClane is in a retirement home, right? <laughs> and he's just chilling. This is just the trailer. And then, uh, you know, he's just talking to his daughter, being like, oh, you never visit me. You know, she's like, all right, Dad, I'll visit you. We'll visit you. And they come and visit him. And then they show up, They show the retirement home outside. Some escalate, some cars pull up, some black SUVs pull up. Some Serbians get out with machine guns. And then, like, they're, like, in the trailer, it's like, they, he thought it was over six times ago. <laughs> they probably wouldn't say that in the trailer. But Serbians come in, and then they start shooting up the retirement home. Tons of old people just get, <laughs> tons of, tons of old people just get sprayed by bullets. They're falling, falling on the ground. John McClane's like, get down. And then, like, he fights one of the, he fights one of the old people. Uh-huh. Or, no, not one of the old people. But he Actually, no. One of the no, 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 fuck that. He doesn't even fight one of the Serbians because he's ready. He knew this day would come. So he goes underneath his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> he goes underneath his wheelchair, grabs his gun from his wheelchair, and just starts popping this uh, Serbian dude. And he gets up out of the chair because he never really was in a wheelchair. He was just sitting in the wheelchair because he was just chilling. Oh. Old age. Yeah. Because it was pudding time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, uh, you know, he's like behind the wall as they're shooting at him. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, yep, it's one of those days. I can't get right. See, he's like, it's just one of those days. Just start shooting away. And then they're like, get ready for one last. Death. Y- yeah, you can't really say one last die hard. <laughs> Fuck, what would it be one, called? One last hard death. Uh, <laughs> no, no, just, it would just be called die. <laughs> I'm dead. No, not even die. It would just be, you can't call, a good day. No, they called. They already did a good day to Die Hard. Damn it, that would have been perfect. And that was trash movie, trash Die Hard movie. But it could be like, you know, you can't do Live Free or Die Hard. They can do. I don't know. I can't do a title for Die Hard. That's hard. But anyways, he's Peel seen, time and Die Hard. Yeah, he's seen now, and he's and the guy who's after him is like the son. So every hold on, so so everybody in the rest home is dead at this point, but him. No, it's a couple people, and because the <laughs> and I'm just bullshitting right now. But because the the retirement home 
It's like an illustrious one. It's like oh. got a, it's it's big. Yeah. So like big fountain out front. Yeah, and, and they're like, and the Serbians are like, we know John McClane <laughs> is here, and for every hour that you do not deliver him, we will kill all of you, or we'll kill one of you every hour. And then John McClane is like, you know, here we go again. <laughs> and then you know, and then he's like, he's like old, and he's like in a ventilator or not, or in the ceiling. He's like, he's like, he's like, oh. Take me to a senile home. <laughs> Take me to a retirement home. Eat a couple pudding. Damn, you know? Family Feud's about to come on. Yeah, because, you know, in the first one, he's like, oh, you know, it'll just be fun, you know. Go to a little bank. It'll be fun. But he'll just be like, oh, go to a retirement home. <laughs> Eat some pudding. <laughs> no pressure. But, you know. One last death. Coming to theaters. Get ready to you. die hard. <laughs> or no, maybe no, no. This is what they'll call it, John McClane. And like Logan, it'll just be, or McClane. They'll just call it McClane. Yeah. And then all the oldies will be like, oh, it's most shit. Last hour. Like him and Clint, we Clint Eastwood be over there playing checkers or some shit. Ooh, you know that would be cool. Clint Eastwood, like, yeah, they are playing like checkers or chess, or whatever they play. And then, the table. No, and then like Serbians come in, and he's like, and. and <laughs> and Clint Eastwood was like Get off my lawn Cause he's senile So it could be like A reference to Gran Torino So he's like Just like spazzing out Like Get off, get off my lawn And just start shooting At the Serbians Like he had a gun From out of nowhere And he gets shot up By the Serbians Hell and then, no And then John McClane Gets the gun And just like Oh good thing he had it Clint can't die like that <laughs> Get off my lawn Get off my lawn Just start shooting him Where's my Or they just pudding? keep the gun out of the hand. He's like reaching for the gun. They just kick it out of the way. Like, what the fuck? This old guy is just trying to be where's, an action hero. Where's my visitation? And that could be a trailer moment, too. They're like, John McClane's all beat up, and this youthful guy is like, it's like, so this is John McClane, huh? Thought there would be more. But look at you, all old and broken up. And he's just like, I still got a few moves left. <laughs> Presses a button, and then something like smashes into the guy. And he's like, up, oh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, my back hurts a little bit. This sounds like Steven Spielberg and he's the Transformers wheelchair some shit. Hey, I'm just trying to do a senile Die Hard movie. That'd be cool. More more realistic. That, um, but, yeah, yeah, I would keep it grounded like the first one because he's so old now. Everything that he's doing, he's just injuring himself like pretty bad. Like, every time he punches somebody, he feels that because he's got arthritis now. So he's like really in pain for most of the movie. Now, <laughs> when, okay, okay. Think about it. Uh, how I think about it realistically is, um, oh, what is that in the movie? Uh, Run all night. Oh, with Liam Neeson. Fuck you. Yeah, man. that wasn't good. I, but I think that's a good. I think that'd be a better plot for. No. With like the sun, they already did that. Live free, not live free or die hard, but uh. Well, not even, not even, hour. not even with the sun, like. Even it's like like the daughter or something like now that. Did that. Live free or die hard. They they literally used every plot they could for John McClane except for I him being just, in retirement. I think home. it's just time for him to die then. That's what I'm saying. He he will die hard at the end. It'll be a hard hard death, but he'll still like you know be like. But then again, it, it might not be a retirement. Home. But maybe if it's a retirement home in a building. What do they have retirement homes in a building? What do you mean? Do they in have like retirement? like in like city like buildings. Like a oh, like a oh yeah, like a condo style yeah, type deal. Yeah, and it's like up. I'm like, sure they do. Yeah, it's like two store or like twenty stories up or some shit. 
and he has to work his way, <laughs> work his way down or something to the bad guy. I don't know. Or he's trying to evade these Serbians as they try to get him. I don't know. It's hard to crack a Die Hard movie. That's why it's taking so long to make these Die Hard movies. Because it's hard to fucking keep making them. You can't die with so many times, bro. I mean, he never... <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Okay, now... Um, I'm sorry. Now take your time. I was a little stuck on the whole Grinch thing. Why? Because I found it. Why? Are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Look at this guy bringing up old I shit. I just want to say, it's more than half a century old. Time for Hollywood feature reboot, right? Yes, but it's also only 26 minutes long. Deadline. Yeah, the original like animated thing was 26 minutes long. The original animated cartoon yes. movie? Yes, oh. you fuck. I just want to make sure. Yeah, you're trying to prove me wrong on my show. How to make a killer without I know, just my, I know my shit. Come I was on. just saying. I said come, You come minutes. in my house. Now you're making me sound like Digimon Hansu. You come in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect me. No. You got it. Bro. I say we will not have it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a Black <laughs> Panther reference if you haven't seen the movie. I say we will not have it today. Losing Fair my... enough. What else you got, man? I think, uh, you know, like, I think we've said everything. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's it for this week. What you got going on this week? Um, just uh, trying to work on some short films, write some short films, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just stay creative. And then if some more movie news drops, you know, we can do another one. Because you're going to see that Oprah Winfrey movie, right? Ah, uh, Wrinkle in Time. All right. Uh, okay, here. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> one, I want to support our black actors, right. and black directors, you know. But the dilemma is, you know, when the movie looks like trash, you know, like, do I really have to go and see it? I don't think it's a must see. I definitely don't think it's a must see. I feel like it's gonna bring in her audience. Um, mm. And the only reason why I say her audience her, What do you mean her audience? Oprah Winfrey has AJ. her own audience And we haven't seen Oprah on Featured in the film since Was it The Color Purple? Probably, I don't know I don't keep I mean, Oprah's point filmography being, Yeah, point point being um, I mean, it's, I think I think It's just a positive movie Nonetheless, not even a something Empowering yeah, I don't think it's something that you just want to. It's just it came out at in poor timing. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the poster. <laughs> if you haven't seen *A Wrinkle in Time*, I'm sure you've seen like the trailers or a poster of it. But if you look at the poster, it just looks weird as shit. I, now, think, she, not... I think she playing for it right after *Black Panther*. That was a dumb move. <laughs> that was a really dumb move. I I bet it wasn't her. It, I mean, the director's on in charge of when they release. It's the studio. Uh-huh. But Disney, how y'all gonna be that dumb? Y'all release this movie against your own movie like three weeks in when it's like a like a mega success. Y'all are like just making it. And, and I think it's a conspiracy. Well, I don't want to say it's a conspiracy, but mm-hmm. female directors are are phenomenal directors. But they keep getting put in positions like this where. Like, the movie might not do that well because it's released next to this gigantic blockbuster. Right. Thus, you know, perpetuating the lie that, you know, female directors can't make hit movies, you know? Like, it's it's just tough. Mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay, and what's ironic is she turned down Black Panther. 
she got offered Black Panther before Ryan Coogler. Mm. And, you know, she felt like Wrinkle in Time was better suited for her, which I, you know, I'm, I understand, but, you know, it just, it's poor timing. Poor timing. Is it going to be number one this weekend? No. Could be, maybe, I don't know. It's because it's new. Black Panther people might, but if Black Panther ends up number one again this week, that'll be amazing. I think it should. If it does, against all the competition, it's got The Strangers 2 or whatever coming out. Uh, Red Sparrow, second week. Uh, <laughs> that's per- that's pretty much all the competition it has. But- I mean, re- regardless, the whole Black Panther timing, the whole it was just- art of it is just perfect. It's on point right now. Yeah, everything I've seen from A Wrinkle in Time just looks like trippy and not a great way. And and like you said, like as far as, I mean, timing is a big thing, but the only thing it has to go against is Avengers Affinity War. Well, it's got like what? Oh, well, Avengers comes out in April now. I forgot about that. That's all it has right now. So it really has like what? Three weeks to kind of, three or four weeks to kind of pull in as much money as it can. All together, yep. Well, they said it's a good father-daughter movie, so, you know, uh, hopefully. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that might be the that might be the, the messed up part about this movie is that it might actually be good. And people might say, oh, yeah, you see Wrinkle in Time. But just people look at the trailer, they're like, eh. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 43%. Oh, I don't I'm, trust Rotten Tomatoes all the time. What's the... IMDb gave them a 3.6 out of Aww. 10. You don't trust IMDb either. No, I don't trust. I don't trust anything. I don't trust any site that reviews movies for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to watch them to kind of be the end all be all because I love Batman v Superman. People shout on that, but <laughs> it's a masterpiece. But you know, uh, yeah, I, I just hey, I'm sorry, Ava. That sucks because they were him, her, and Ryan Coogler were like doing like all these press tour things together recently. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like, you got to kind of compete with each other, sort of. But not really, because Black Panther is obviously... Demolished. Yeah, and and, so. it, and what's messed up is it, it has everything you want. Anybody that says, oh, I'm seeing The Wrinkle in Time because it's, it's got a lot of strong women in it. I would be like, well, hmm, Black Panther's got that already, so... Sorry. And they don't look weird. Oprah looks weird in that movie. Very weird. Everybody looks weird. She's like, acting in it too, you know, and it could be like a, a, a Alice in Wonderland type thing. It might, it might be a Alice in Wonderland type situation. You know, I don't think that movie had great reviews, but it, I think it got a billion dollars. So, but it had Johnny Depp in it, so and it was like trippy, and this was 2010. You know, when people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna get high and watch this 3D movie, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland." Ooh, you know, so. Wrinkle in Time doesn't have that going for it. So, uh, good luck to you. Yeah, just a look on your face. I'm like, yeah, this because to me, you represent you represent like the regular audience people. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't seem like it's a hit to you, like a must see event for you, I feel like that's a good representation of like the audience for the weekend. Yeah, because I, like I said, I. If I was given free tickets to see this, I'd probably give it to somebody. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to. It's just. I mean. I mean, I'm it not. It doesn't look appealing. And then it has the girl, the uh, Spanish chick. I can't think of her name right now. Um, Mimi, me, Mindy. She's Mindy. Indian. Indian. What did I say? Spanish. Wow. 
Wow. Me, bro. Wow. But like she's like she's television funny. Oh, I don't see. I don't see put her it in the wall. But but no 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 no. And and I'm, I'm I'm saying I'm saying that as I feel like that's her strong point. Oh, okay. Not not necessarily saying because I don't expect her to be funny in this movie, but her strong point is television comedy. Like, and you know the movie might be a victim too of bad trailers. Every trailer I've seen of it has just it hasn't. I haven't really, even seen. Well, even, yeah, I, mean, I have seen. The I don't know what it's about. Like the trailer doesn't really pitch. It just gives me random stuff. It's like hey, flying leaf, mm-hmm. and then hey. Chris Pine looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, smart girl. Some smart girl has yeah. like powers or something, and then she's got like two plucky friends with her who are like, "I trust you." And I'm like, "There's a tornado in the background." I'm <laughs> Do like, "You trust me?" Yeah, and I'm like, "There's a tornado in the background." I'm like, "Okay, well, you're just giving me random images, <laughs> which is cool for a teaser trailer, but this is like trailer three, and I still don't know what this movie is about. Like something with time travel, a wrinkle in time." Let me tell you what's about. You you can just read it. I to don't me. want. I don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the streets. The streets right now. In the movie world. In the movie streets. The streets ain't talking about this movie. Nah, it's not. It's not hot. If you if you have a, I mean, if you got a black daughter or somebody, maybe. You know what's messed up? Tomb Raider comes out next week. Tomb, tomb, tomb. And Tomb Raider, I got screening tickets to on Tuesday, so I'll be able to say how, how I felt about that movie. But I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that. I like, I like the, I like to see the the new addition they put on the movie based off you know the old. And see, this is what I mean right now. You're like the general audience yeah. guy, so that's where <laughs> your interest is. And next week, that's going to be a big deal because yeah. if A Wrinkle in Time is good. And people say, "Oh, it was a good, it was a good movie. You should check it out next week." Mm-hmm. Oh, Tomb Raider just hit. Yeah, sorry, bro. I'm gonna go see Tomb Raider. Right, right, right. Definitely. You know, and so it's already win. It's already losing this battle. It's got to fight against Black Panther and Tomb Raider. Really, those are the two people that are gonna like. It's gonna be fighting against. Now I feel like Tomb Raider will pull in some revenue. Oh yeah, it like, might. It's gonna pull in some revenue. If, if Wrinkle in Time doesn't not Black Panther off number one, no, it's not. Then Tomb Raider will. Because just I'm for a for the weekly sale, I'm not gonna give a, I'm not gonna talk. I'm just gonna work off, harder. Just off the song. No, I'm not gonna lie. That song just amps you up. I'm not like females in general with that song. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful song. That's like getting the strength within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and then juxtaposing that to Laura Croft, like Laura Croft, like being in a shitty situation where she just has nothing but. Her own body and physicality right. to get herself out of the situation, fighting these men, these grown buff men, like wrestling in the mud with that song playing. I'm like, all right. That, that song represented all the women. That sounds gritty yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I'm That's there. This child was hidden, man. I'm there. I was in the theater going, like, <laughs> you know, your Jay Z costume that day just to support Beyonce? <laughs> But you know, like I, ah oh, man, we're really getting it's awesome. No, now that we're talking about this, I got a, I got a question before we started this podcast. Yeah, someone asked me, do you think Black Panther or no? Do you think Avengers: Infinity War is gonna make more than Black Panther? Do you think it's gonna like beat its records? What do you think? Um. Okay, the amount of money that it made so quickly, I say no. Mm. 
But in the very end, I will say yes. And the reason why I say yes is because now um, a lot of people know about the Avengers who didn't, who even care about it. Mm-hmm. They know about it now, even from Black Panther, speaking from the black culture. We didn't, people didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. We know about it now. He's featured in the movie. So that's going to make us want to go see it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, in the long run, yes, it will make it will make more money. I was about to say this. Day one, actually, the first three days of opening with Infinity War is probably going to make as much as it's made right now. <laughs> All the Comic-Conians, <laughs> they, they will be there. Like if you, I, I was about to say, this is the yeah, event movie. That this is true. Is, like, Black Panther felt like an event movie. Yeah. Like, you have to be there. But this... That was a cultural event movie. Yeah, that was a cultural event movie. But this is like... Yeah, on another yeah, yeah. level, but in the fact that you have Black Panther in, in it, it too, that's gonna bring that's gonna that's, that's gonna be the icing on the cake. Yeah, right yeah, there. That, yeah, yeah, and and it's got everybody you want, and it's like the culmination of all of this hard work of watching all these fucking Marvel movies. And you know, it's it's fair enough, fair enough with Avengers: Infinity War. I just feel like the cast of all the Avengers is what's gonna bring it. Whether the storyline, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether whether the storyline's legit. Whether the villain defeats people, of course they're not going to have a weak ass, you know, yeah. villain. But the villain, which brings you back to uh, Batman and Joker series, how Joker just kind of pops up. The villain plays that same kind of thing. Yeah, the villain is a great villain, and that's, it's, it's going to be all. I, th- yeah. I think it's going to be a good movie. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 sticking to my guns. The only the only thing that I, I like I said, the people who know the background of Marvel all together, they're gonna see this movie three, four, five times. Oh yeah, I but saw the, Avengers seven times. But the people Avengers. see, but the people who don't know and is only going because Black Panther's in it or only because their favorite superheroes in it, they're gonna watch it once because they're not gonna understand not. the story. Because I feel like you're gonna go, there, you're gonna go there, you're gonna go there, and you're gonna watch it visually. And be like, but I feel like the you're beauty gonna, of it. You're gonna see the storyline in but, the background. But, but I feel like the beauty of it is now. Okay, I, I, let me let me let me give you some some pretext before I say this. Okay. 2012 Avengers comes out. I stay after the credits. Everybody had a great great time during the movie. I'm mm-hmm. sitting next to this non fan of Marvel movies who mm-hmm. you know a casual casual person who was like, oh, this was fun. Mm-hmm. We see Thanos show up. And he turns around and does that cool look. And everybody's like, all the nerds are like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Thanos is going to come in. And then the guy next to me is just like, who's that? Is that? Is that who's that? <laughs> I'm like, that's Thanos. And like, who's Thanos? And he's like, he's like the biggest Marvel villain. Is that, the, is that the purple pig off of Green Lantern? Is that like, actually the guy said, is this Ron Perlman? I'm like, damn, Ron Perlman must be fuck ugly if he looks like that. Without them. Like, like if you just no, think, no special effects Ron on Perlman just goes to the store and they're like, yo, Thanos. I'm like, man, that, that just gotta hurt. But anyways, back, to the, back yeah. to the point. I feel like now that I told that one guy, hey, he's a big Marvel villain. You gotta pay attention to these Marvel movies yeah. like going forward. It's gonna pay off big time. I feel like now everybody wants to be in on the thing before it pays off. And I feel like with Infinity War, there's so many plot lines going that are like almost sequels to the solo movies mm-hmm. that people are gonna be like, oh, I didn't absorb as much as that. Or if I had a good time with it, I'm gonna go see it again. Like Black Panther. 
or Avengers 1, people are like, oh, I just had a great time with that, and I want to share that with somebody else who might not. Right. I want to take my grandmother to go see Infinity War. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, I feel like that's what's going to be the thing that draws people in. Because, you know, with Black Panther, a lot of people have seen it. But, you know, like Avengers 1. Not a lot of people have seen it. Avengers 1, a lot of people saw Avengers 1. I don't think a lot of people. Dude, look at, like, how much money it made. Look, you can't talk about the numbers with Avengers. You want to know why? Because when I compare them to other superhero movies before that, it would have never made that amount. Only, like, Batman made that amount by himself. But Avengers was so entertaining. All mm-hmm. the moments in Avengers. You were, you remember when I was when when we were in film school and Avengers was coming out. I would be watching clips and stuff, and I'd be like, "Yo, you walked to the movie theater." A couple but of see, times. I was on the way before everybody yeah, else. Yeah, you were. I was telling you, I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be special." And I, and then you were like, "Like, is that Thor?" Because you had seen Thor, mm-hmm. and so you're like, "Iron Man, like mm-hmm. fighting together, like, yo, this is kind of tight." You know, like you just seeing like clips, and I'm like, "And guess what? Hulk is in it." And then, like, you mm-hmm. just, and you saw it eventually. You probably saw it one time. I, I saw it more than once. So, there, and you were not a big superhero fan, really. When, right. Like, right? So, so that says a lot. So, if Infinity War can do that, and, and, and Infinity War is the payoff of two previous Avengers movies and other Marvel movies. So, when you do that, the hype is way bigger than Avengers 1 ever was because it's everybody. Literally, everybody. In the movie, you got Shuri from Black Panther showing up. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, the the what's his name, the Jabari King. Yeah, from that you got Winter Soldier showing up. You got the Guardian showing up. You got Groot. You got just like Spider Man. You got Doctor Strange. You got the Hulk. You got Iron Man. You mm-hmm. got Loki. All of them. You got Loki. You got Idris Elba. You got <laughs> what? Yeah, Idris Elba's in it. Uh, he's probably gonna die though in the first like five minutes. If if Thor Ragnarok, if the ending of that meant anything, I was like, all these Asgardians are about to get killed. But well, his crew already died, so he, that's all about. Well, no, do you think they're gonna bring the uh, the girl back? Oh yeah, but I feel like all of them are gonna get killed. Okay. And Thor and Loki are gonna be the only survivors of that. That plan. Yeah, and then something, some time travel thing is gonna fix it, but. Because I think at the end of or the, the first after credit scene of Thor Ragnarok, Thor and Loki are like on their ship and they're chilling, mm-hmm. having a nice little heart to heart. And then this big ship comes up and they see it, and that's Thanos' ship. Mm-hmm. And Thanos is going to be up in, you know, up in that to Loki, like, where's my rings, bitch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's my Slapping gems, bitch? Ass up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's probably going to kill a lot of people. And oh, yeah. And so, no and what that. better way to open that movie than to like have the bad guy really make a statement and kill like these characters that we've like known for quite some time or just started to like, mm-hmm. you know, like the Tessa Thompson's character, Idris Elba's character, all the Asgardians that Thor okay, saved okay. in Thor three. I would be like, yo, this guy is a, he's, a motherfucking beast. Yeah, he really is going for the gold in this one, and also he's the first villain. Well, second villain since King Killmonger was great. Mm-hmm. That I can kind of say, you know what? I kind of want him to win just a little bit, just for a little while, because one, his plan has been in effect since Avengers, Avengers, and he's been trying to get all those gems and stuff, and he's failed. I feel like this should be like a three, four hour movie. It's two hours and forty five minutes. That's what I heard. 
So it's close. It's close to three. Yeah. Close to that. So, but that's I, still in you know Avengers four is next year. So mm. with that being said, the bigger payoff might even be Avengers four. Like that might even make more money. But you know, but I don't want to jump from, the gun. It's only from the top. I mean, it's only up from here at this point. Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun with Avengers four. But with Avengers three, it, Infinity War, it feels like Thanos has took so many L's mm-hmm. for the last. Fifteen Marvel movies or whatnot, and now when you see that trailer for the first time, that first Infinity War trailer, and he's like, he comes out of the portal and he looks and he's smiling like, yeah, I'm finally here. It's my time, bitch. Like, yeah, there's something about seeing somebody that's worked hard and lost and took some losses and just like. All right, quick, quick, uh, question: What does the glove do mm-hmm. with the stones? Well, if you put all the stones together, uh-huh. you can literally. Alter reality to your whim. You can bend the universe to your will. You can like okay. alter time. You can erase somebody from existence. Just, you you just snap your fingers. They're gone. Hmm. You could wish the universe half the universe away. They're gone. Make the the planet disappear. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you can literally do so much. And I think you know. And <laughs> one of them. The yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I look. I have an infinity gauntlet in my. In my apartment, but yeah, like uh, the main one, the soul, not soul gem, but I don't know what gem, the yellow one is in Vision's head. Mm-hmm. And so when you see Vision for the first time in Age of Ultron, you're like, oh, well, I know you what's going to I was like, they literally are going to have to defend that guy from, <laughs> from Thanos. But it's not, he's in the trailer and he's getting his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a shot of like somebody like putting a knife to his gem in, yep. in his head. And he's like screaming, so we'll see what happens. But Thanos is gonna get that glove, and he's gonna whoop some ass. And so, with that <laughs> said, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be an intense movie. Yeah, you got everything you could want in that movie. They got to bring everybody in there, all the different settings. You know, like it's literally nerd heaven. We're living <laughs> in nerd heaven. Like this is what five year old me said would happen. And now we're living it. And now I'm living it. I said this one, like, in elementary school. I was like, yeah, there's going to be a day when, like, you know, all superheroes are going to be together in their own movie, you know. And it was just, you know, like, childhood exuberance and right, right. happiness. But, you know, like, eh, man, that ain't going to happen. But I ran into that friend, like, uh, I think, like, three or four months ago. And he was like, yo. He was like, you were right. <laughs> he was like, how did you know this was going to happen? I was like. You watch the first X-Men, the first Spider-Man, you can see that shit coming. <laughs> like, come on. Okay, but, okay, okay. But yeah, that's the answer my question. That's the answer to that question. It will surpass Black Panther, you know. I said, it, 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 I definitely agree with you on that. <laughs> quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Three days. That changed up, yeah. Three days, 500 mil. 400 mil. I say 400 mil. Really? Three days, domestically, 400 mil. Probably bigger than The Last Jedi. Yeah, so yeah, that's big. Nice, nice. But uh, anything else? I think I think that was a good uh synopsis. Very. Thank you. I pitched that. I like that hard. one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that wraps it up for us today. Nerdy right. talk with Dan. Thanks, guys. Until next time. See ya. Peace.